Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. In this episode I continue my conversation with Ramesh Rajgopal a coach at PM Power Consulting. In the first part he shared his origin story and also the experiences of his childhood and career. In this episode he continues to share more details about leveraging his lean manufacturing experience and getting into agile approaches and becoming an agile evangelist and creating transformation plans for a large organization. His experience of being called one day to say that his position has been made redundant consequent to an organizational restructuring how he became a trainer and became a continuous learner and being certified as a coach when he was 63 we also talk about his experience of moving into it at a fairly senior stage in his career and leveraging the skills that he had from the manufacturing sector some of the skills needed for someone to do this and how one can develop the transferable skills and then some of his personal practices to develop empathy as a person based on some of the practices that he has and finally his career tips for persons who want to get into it from other domains listen now and one of the things this lateral movement helped me was during the latter part of my career you know the company which uh, our uh, company was called as gxs global exchanges they had acquired a company called innovis and the innovis a us company were very much advanced in agile in 2010 2010 when those people visited here the coaches and others they were looking around for people who could drive agile in bangalore and they saw me they met when they interviewed me they came to know i have done lean manufacturing and i have idea about toyota manufacturing and all that they said exactly the same thing we want to come and drive it for us i said okay that's so he said you become a scrum master immediately you have to take up a certification i attended and first time i learned i attended you know the full time uh, course i became a scrum master then i started reading more and more books i started learning about agile and i felt oh my god this is really the thing which is impressive i started coaching the teams my job was not really agile coach in uh, uh, in my company which was later on acquired by open text but i was called as an agile evangelist so i helped i was part of a bigger team of people across the us uk and all where we were planning how to roll out the transformation across the company what all initiatives we need to take so i tried to the transformation uh, planning assessments and all that we were doing we were also coaching team slowly on one fine day uh, i was called you know to the office at 8 am in the morning so i was very it was going very well and i had about 6 months to retire and uh, they all there were hr everybody i was uh, puzzled why they called me suddenly at 8 o'clock the meeting is said and you come you have to take it only in the office you cannot take it from home even though those days we were taking the calls from home that is about uh, 
five years back. I said, okay. And there he said, you have done a great job, fantastic. The team has grown, etc., etc. But then, sorry, uh, we are restructuring, and your job is eliminated. So you have to leave. And it was a big shock for me. Hmm. HR accompanied me to the vehicle, and they put me in the car and said, bye. As always, I used to maintain relationship with everyone in the organization, whether they are low or high. I felt communication is very important with every person. Every person is important. So they came. They offered a lot of support. People came all over the place. They said, Ramesh, we are very sorry. We miss you, etc. That kept me going. And then I wanted actually, to be honest, retire. And I had no plans to do what to do after retirement. But then this came as a shock to me. That day I decided I am not going to keep quiet. I am going to work forever. Nobody is going to drive me out. So with that in mind, uh, my wife was a very good supporter. She would always never get, uh, uh, you know, low spirited by such incidents. She, she would research and say, "Try this, try this, try this," and she would goad me into this. Even if I felt a little depressed, I kept trying. I called my friends in Singapore and other places. Nothing clicked. But then suddenly somebody came and they told me, "We need a agile coach. Tomorrow we need. Tomorrow, okay, I'll come." I went there and attended the interview. Two quick interviews. Then they put me onto an interview with a UK person, UK manager. Then I realized it was for Standard Chartered Bank Malaysia. They said you have to come to Kuala Lumpur. Okay. Till that time, I had no plans to go out of Bangalore, but I just moved. My wife said, "Let's go for six months." We went there for six months. We closed the house. My daughter had already gone back, gone to do her MS and research in the US. So we had to lock the house. We locked the house. We thought only oh, six months we'll be back, but we went there. Six months became one year. One year became two years. Then the COVID arrived, so we we could not leave Malaysia. Another two years. So we spent totally four years. By that time, I had coached lot of teams. I had lot of exposure with uh, portfolio management, PMO office, uh, doing the agile transformation, working with various people, writing blogs inside internally, etc. Full time coach I was now. You know, I had not been a full-time coach, and I learned how to be a coach. And I now know I should be also a trainer. So last year, I never stopped learning. One of the things was certifications. I always did certificates, something or other. If you won't believe, I did my MS from uh, Bich Pilani when I was 50 years old. So why not do uh, certified uh, program consultant when I am when I am 63 years old? <laughs> so I did my SPC when I was 63. I when I was in Malaysia, I said before I reach Bangalore. Let me be SBC certified so that it will be an opportunity for me when I get back to become a trainer. So when I came back, I got an opportunity also after some trials. It looked like I won't get, but somebody suddenly came back to me and said, "Why don't you come?" Because that day they didn't have any trainers, so they came reaching out to me. Can you please do this training after tomorrow? <laughs> I said okay, <laughs> and I, I just did that training, and they got I got very good feedback. They said, oh "My God." We want to take you as a regular trainer. Can you come? I said no, sorry. Maybe once or twice a month is okay for me because I still want to continue in elsewhere as a trainer. I, by that time, I had also attended uh, PM Power, so I thought my it would be better for me to con- continue as a consultant and training could continue in parallel. So that's how I have been my long journey from starting from a graduate trainee engineer in Tata Motors to now my full time as a uh, consultant. Here in uh, PM Power Consultants. Wonderful, Ramesh. Normally, in uh, these kinds of conversations, I 
Mm-hmm. Don't hold back my questions. I kind of jump in. But here your story <laughs> was so fascinating that I just noted a couple of points so mm-hmm. that I don't forget. I'm glad. Um, so I kind of see a lot of uh, uh, similarities in terms of the roles or some other uh, concepts or techniques that you said you were exposed to in the manufacturing world and in the IT world. Yes. Uh, so what we call as normally the transferable skills. Yes, yes. Uh, in most of my conversations, I also ask uh, the guests if they have any advice for mid-career people, somebody who's been in IT all along and then either is getting uh, kind of frustrated or disappointed or wants to do something else and all that, saying, oh, I've only done IT all my life. Now, how do I even look at something else? Uh, you have done it the other way. After being in manufacturing, coming into IT, and uh, yeah, a nice thing about you know, people calling you sir and all that. That is a nice experience, <laughs> I think. Uh, so, uh, what uh, is your approach for leveraging the skills that you already have as a transferable skill when you are working in either a new domain or a, a new problem area or a new country, etc. Yeah, one is. I always believed in uh, what I learned everywhere was communication makes a big difference. Communication, not only in the way we speak and uh, get the information back, in the way we are able to understand the sentiments and feelings of people when we communicate. For example, I'll give you one uh, simple thing which I learned in a very hard way. I used to sit in the shop floor for some time. You know, shop floor meaning where they are that particular shop had a lot of welding works going on. A lot of uh, people banging big structures with hammers, smoke coming out and all that. So we were staying in one particular shop. Uh, it was all raised cabins were there and we were put in the cabins. It was a lot of noise and smoke coming and we complained a bit. It's not good. So the manager decided, okay, you can move to the other end. We're still on the shop floor, but a little bit more peaceful place in the assembly area where there's not much smoke. It, okay, I did. You know, in those days, they used to give big uh, shoes, what they call safety shoes. If you want to walk on the shop floor, you have to wear those shoes and walk. They are very heavy ones. So, next day, we were told you can move there. And next day when I came, they had organized the movement. So, the workers, there are some people who are organized for that. They have come they removed the table, files, everything, and moved it to other place. When I went there, I thought, okay, everything is there. I went there. Of course, I, it was just few years into my career. And there, I found my safety shoes missing. Then I asked that um, uh, workman who was moving, did he not bring my safety shoes? I asked. He banged me back. He said, you may be educated. What do you think of yourself? Should I bring your shoes to this place? Do you know what you're talking? Should I... Uh, carry your shoes on my head or what? I mean, he started speaking little harsh and vulgar. I was taken aback. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then I realized, look here, there are certain things which you should tell and how to approach different people, different frame of mind, you should learn. It was just one example. There are several such examples I learned throughout my career by, because the production planning control offered that opportunity to go around, meet with senior most people, Junior most workers, blue-collared people, casual laborers, contractors, everybody I could interact. So that lent me communication, which was clearly transferable. 
you never you have to live out your ego if you are in a middle manager you by that time you already learned some things and you think i know this i knew that but then somebody will stump you up when i entered software i junior people 3 years 4 years they will have to learn from them and i never bothered I, i they might be thinking i am a very senior man and all that but i don't have to think myself that way so i'll approach them see i don't know if i don't know i say i don't know then i have at least an opportunity to learn otherwise you can never learn this was one transferable skill was communication another thing was taking credit all the time you know one of the things i noticed was people want sabash sabash you have done a great job you have great great job the lean manufacturing taught me the concept of team working how i could see workers coming in the morning assigning work for themselves and then taking up the task things were moving much faster we used to the old concept was watch the workmen see how they are doing are they productive are they not doing i saw when i came to software i was put as a manager i never bothered cross questioning people what you do what you do and blissfully i was a little bit ignorant of how they were developing software also so i had to leave it to them i empowered them and they were feeling very happy i never missed any delivery they thought he is new to software what will he deliver then the luckily the director of the company also believed in me said ramesh don't worry about software it's not rocket science you can learn but people management skill is very difficult so middle managers should focus on people management skill by getting into the shoes of the people and be keeping an open mind to learn things be a continuous learner so this is again another thing in terms of formally educating yourself never tire yourself add and add more things to your certification etc not from the perspective of career but from the perspective of knowing more so keep that mind on such things and on the job also you keep learning from the people around you they have listen to them you can learn more if you listen more you can learn more i even recently when i was in malaysia the prime minister of the country ex prime minister 96 years old he had got reselected as a prime minister because he ruled malaysia for more than 25 years when people interviewed him he told me 90% of the time when i talk to people i just listen 10% only i'll talk that way i can listen to new ideas new things half the time we are already preparing the answer when somebody is talking or we are preparing a question when somebody is talking if we can avoid that it will be very good of course this was the weak part of me I had the habit of interfering or intervening abruptly stopping people which sometimes you will learn it in a very bad way then you will get shut off i think this also i would say you don't you can learn it from the family itself uh, if you are a spouse is most critical he or she the spouse will be the most critical and often we defend ourselves if we keep our mind open the people closest to you or the people who criticize you so we should welcome criticism and try to learn from them this is another thing which i felt is a transferable skill we can everywhere learn you also spoke about uh, two things one is about networking yes about developing contacts and relationships and all that and as an influencing role not necessarily a line Correct. role how do you think somebody can learn that 
not in the manufacturing you know, speed or timelines which normally we talk about in you know, a design development put into production it's a much longer timeline to software where everybody wants solutions very quickly i think the way to influence i will in any level suppose if you are in software you will be you will have to depend on for example ops people or you have to depend say you are only delivery lead and you are you have to interact with the quality person or you have got you are looking care of another one domain and another domain which is a component which integrates with you is another head you have to interact with them often uh, when we need work we go to the people that is a very bad quality so we have to keep the long term relationship in mind and respect people so whenever we will get opportunity to speak with them interact with them and speak respectfully and try to learn what they are doing when you do this uh, whether they are high or low or whatever level colleagues or peers when you respect people uh, in the normal run if you say hi to them then uh, when you are in a crisis you can go to them and they will step out to help you there have been so many situations where people have gone out of the way middle of the night you get a call saying the our production system is down and i have to count on one of the ops engineer i could call ramesh oh ramesh okay immediate what do you want that type of relationship is to be went so uh, they always have there are proverb you know like uh, some of the things are thousand year old crops like uh, they say about marriage but similarly i would say uh, even uh, anything which you do keep the long term view in mind then quick fires can be put out with help from others otherwise you will be struggling all yourself then you find it is a big challenge most of the delivery or whatever we do in once you reach a middle level position or a senior position nothing is done by you why does the tension build in you because others have to do it and you are worried they may not do it now how to get that confidence in the normal time take care of them and make them get committed to the way you think then they will be committed they will be able to help you out no great motivation is required for software engineers to work they love their jobs you give them the freedom and respect them at all the time then they will come and help you at the right along similar lines from being a doer to a person who is a coach or who's an enabler you spoke about learning doing guiding shaping and all that so right. as a coach when you engage with a team you probably have to wear different hats at different times or with different people or same person over time yes whether you teach them run some training program or you are a mentor you are a coach and all that so how do you switch these roles or do you find any challenges in doing that uh, it's a difficult uh, question for me to answer because is to transition sort of smoothly i think one of the thing which we do is for example when you have to talk to the leadership we need to talk more formally and try to convince them in a different way and put again putting themselves put yourself into their shoes what they are looking for when you come to the say developers or the testers what is it they are looking for so what i would as i said if you can try to connect them through the heart meaning what they exactly are thinking what they, how does it impact them then changing our uh, role becomes easy i mean role play has becomes easy 
like for example when i go to a developer or a tester they are always interested in learning new things they are worried about career progression so if you can put the coaching in such a way how it helps them to grow it becomes easy when you go to the senior most person that person is interested in knowing how can get committed deliveries how can we improve the performance how can improve the efficiency of the organization so it's more from the business perspective so it's a i would say full range of things a spectrum of uh, things so it's not that um, you need to struggle i feel it comes naturally when you are able to uh, as i said i am repeating probably that if you are able to put other person's view point first you can think what they exactly want if you understand you won't have much difficulty in changing it if you are trying to come with some goodies and say this is what i am going to deliver to you then they might just throw it back so first understand what they want and what's the problem they are facing and what is the aspirations they have then we can try to fill in the gap and uh, more often even as a coach when i approach whether it is a developer or a senior person every time when they ask some question i have something to learn a new perspective so this learning perspective should be always kept in mind then we can always transition to different roles yeah a related question uh, you both indirectly i could sense this in multiple places and also right now when you paraphrased it it's about empathy for the other person right right uh, are there any personal practices that you follow that help you do it more naturally or uh, uh, consciously yes that's a, actually you hit the nails i didn't want to attribute everything to that but though i personally believe that i started i got exposed to yoga when i was in sslc one of my uncle he taught me how to do the yoga which is uh, you know the yoga and the pranayama the physical exercises and it so happened my dad had come across a meditation practice called raj yoga meditation which is called sahaj marg and currently known as heartfulness meditation which is very popular similar to mindfulness uh, mindfulness heartfulness also is now becoming very a craze and very popular uh, meditation technique this i started practicing immediately after my engineering so from 90 uh, about uh, when i was 21 i started practicing and uh, honestly uh, i can't think of a day when i have totally missed meditation i would normally spend every day morning about uh, 45 minutes 30 to 45 minutes even if i don't have time if i have to catch a flight and other things i would still spend some 10 minutes on meditation so what happens is this meditation we focus on the heart that means we are trying to think of the divine uh, uh, you know energy or god or light whatever you call it in the heart so we feel heart is the place where we can connect and even your scientific studies are there today where you know some of the people they had done heart transplant operations when they transferred the heart from one person to another one dying person to another person they found that person start behavior changed their attitude changed so it's the heart which controls the seat of emotions it's the one which able to help to connect with people and everybody says i pray with all my heart i am deep from my heart i am telling you this so i love you with all my heart so the heart is the seat which connects every individual so this practice of um, meditating on the heart helped me to become more sensitive to my fellow human being that i am part of this big chain the cosmic chain so i am also one small being and treat everybody like as brother and and know your uh, behavior as such all this type of uh, concepts 
though i have not uh, acquired perfection in that to a great extent even at home in a dom- domestic servant works help comes to our house i am able to view that person differently same way we'll be able to view everybody as a colleague with this pra- type of practices i would adopt nowadays you know one of the additional uh, help you get is your stress gets relieved every day you start fresh so middle managers they face lot of stress uh, they are stressed from the top there is stress from the bottom how do you handle all this meditation helps you to regulate your mind and have clear focus and think which agile also does you want to have clear focus how do you do it mind also is very much focused now because of the focusing of the mind and the heart the current starts flowing better you know i would say maybe we call it little unscientific it's a natural current which flows and connects with the way which you are doing things i uh, normally like to ask one question related to career advice as we you know close any conversation you have already kind of indicated one tip for people in mid career who are managers about managing stress now extending that um, the two questions are uh, one for people who are considering a career in it today uh, what should they look at and since uh, you are an example of somebody who got into it not as a fresher but after some experience in a different domain maybe we will look at those kinds of people people who want to take a break from some other career and come into it and people who are in it who want to look out and do something else for these two do you have any guidance or tips yes definitely one thing is uh, we should believe in ourselves i had uh, so much of manufacturing experience and getting into software people would when i approach some people they'll say software is one you are already 40 software is for young people and not for you secondly you don't know anything about software it is very difficult the competition is very tough you just cannot get into so you will hear any number of people who will discourage you from taking a step forward but i always believe this world is full of opportunities somewhere some place there is a person who is looking out for you if you look from the recruiter's perspective they never get a perfect match they cannot get 100 i i desirable skills all this they put do they get all the time they never get every time a person joins a job whether he is skilled with lot of experience or otherwise that person has to start from the scratch in that company and learn a few things and do so think from that perspective the moment you get an interview you will be getting an interview the way you put the skills there are people who are looking for people with maturity and whatever job you have done have you done well if you have done these two you should be able to shape your career you can go and ask for people and there will be somebody you don't get disheartened because somebody says no or somebody is not even looking at your app just keep on trying you will get one day and you will be able to speak to the person and you will be able to convince the world is full of opportunities this you have to believe second thing if you want to advance in your career i would go by what i learned in chess so one one of the famous grandmaster in chess was asked how do you how many moves do you think ahead you are a grandmaster do you visualize the entire game in your mind he said no i just think one move ahead just one move wow yeah that is correct he said so same way 
people who are looking in middle career they should not immediately aspire no i want to become a ceo my goal is ceo don't look for ceo look for the next big step what is the step you can logically take with a little more skills or little more uh, opportunity can you get into that keep moving like continuous improvements you make kaizen you say keep making little changes you can move that the cycle team in uk which had never won for years you know the championship in europe they could won win three times in a row the championship all because the coach who came there taught them make small small improvements the pillow you use in the night or the the pedal the way you pedal the way you eat food how much you should eat in the morning how much you should what dress you should wear how you should wear your t-shirt everything small small improvements were made and they could win so it's small small improvements make in your career also keep moving forward you will be able to achieve it if you start thinking big you can have an aspiration a vision to go there but look at the near road don't get stumped there wonderful ramesh i think very simple but very effective and i can feel that it has come from your experience so that makes it that much more powerful so on that note we are absolutely out of time for this episode i'm sure uh, i would want to you know connect with you and then explore some of these things a little deeper in some of the future conversations yeah thank Certainly you so. thank you very much for the opportunity i enjoyed talking to you We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcast@pm-powerconsulting.com.